Welcome to The Finer Things. I'm Lisa, this is Wes, and we're podcasting from the Members Only Lounge at the Cigar Lodge in Akron, Ohio. Beautiful Akron, Ohio. Yep. And the work-life balance. So uh, I am smoking. Uh, Lisa convinced me we did uh, another. She smoked this cigar. It's the Liga Perfecta Rum Infused. Uh, so I'm giving it an opportunity. I got the last one in the box, and as if you don't know already, if you get the last one in the box, you get to take the box home. And it's a pretty box. It's a nice pretty box. And uh, it, it, I wear cufflinks, as we've discussed, and it's a great place. It's got the little sleeves, individual sleeves in the box that allows you to put cufflinks in there. So it'll be a nice little holder for those kinds of things. What are you smoking? I am a Perdomo Lot 23 uh, Sun Grove. Ooh, Sun Grove. That's a little more nicotine than everything else. It is. A nice oily wrapper. It's kind of pretty. Yeah? Yeah. What are you drinking? I got a Chalisker Storm. I have not had it before. Well, it'll be a good taster. We're both, both drinking it neat, obviously. And uh, I've got the Blend Meringue in the Sherry Casks. Single malt. 12 year old for me. Cheers. And it is cilantro. It's very tasty. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. How's that Chalisker? That's nice. Yeah, smooth. Yeah. Cool. I gotta admit, I don't know anything about Talisker. Perfect. Well, we can always uh, Google that as yep. uh, we get the feedback back. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thanks again for subscribing, telling a friend, rate, review. You can now find this podcast on all your podcasting platforms, Stitcher, yes. iTunes, rate, review, share, tell a friend. And again, feel free to reach out to us uh, if you have any questions or comments. We'll be more than happy to take it. So for the work-life balance, I mean, we've talked a little bit about that, but that's more comes under time management because work, you've got to do. I mean, you've got to earn money, and that's really what it comes down to. So the old adage goes, you got to find something you love because you're going to be doing it for 30-plus years. Yeah. And as uh, everybody knows, Lisa and I are both practicing attorneys, and we're just in different uh, areas of the law. Correct. So I do a lot more trial work than she does, and she does the collections and whatnot. Yep. So how do you, I mean, what do you kind of do for work-life balance? Um, I'm of the mindset that you work in order to enjoy the things you love. So, I mean, yeah, I love my job. I really enjoy doing what I'm doing and helping people, but I also... I'm my own boss, and I like that. I can take days off when I need to. It, Don't have to punch a clown to clock in or clock out. Yep. It allows me to travel, do whatever I want, pretty much. Yeah, I still got deadlines and timelines that I have to meet. Those are always going to exist, but I set my schedule. And so I think that just by itself allows a lot more work-life balance. Have you ever had a job where you had to punch in and punch out? Yeah. And so what did you do when you had those kinds of jobs? I punched in and I punched out. And just, that's exactly what I did. Just kind of like a I machine. Showed up. I was there. I did what I was, I was expected. <laughs> that answers the question. Yeah, it is. I was there. So you're just kind of going through the motions. Is that what you're telling us? Kind of. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it, in the work-life balance it implies that you are working too much. And if you're working too much... You're either doing that because you have to for financial reasons or, or other reasons. you love it. Because if you truly love your job, 
and you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week because you like it and love it, then you're you're not going to run into you're going to run into some work life issues, but you're not going to notice it as much because you really enjoy what you do. Right. So there, I mean, the whole thing goes into these multiple, you know, this, this calculus that you got to do because all these things are all these variables are moving. So that's really the key there is to keep him engaged because you're you've got to have a life. You do. I mean, you've got to have a life. Yeah. Otherwise, you're earning money, but what are you doing with it? You're not enjoying yourself. You're just stockpiling them away. And sure, that's great. But there's so much more to life than that. If that's your main hobby is acquiring wealth, you you need something else to do. I'm going to have Lisa rotate her cigar here so we get a nice light on it. Uh, Our free plugs here is I use the uh, Calibri uh, V-Cut, and then I've got my nice little Julius lighter which is phenomenal it's uh it's got that nice little look where you just you it's got a turn style to light the flint to create the flame the double flame it's classy yeah it's classy and I really like it so uh, those are my two they're not sponsors of the show yet but uh we do have a website now and some of the products that we've mentioned that we use and enjoy are on that website so we'll give you the link and you can check it out and you know, it's up to you if it's right for you. I'm in the first third of my Liga Perfecta, and it's got that nice little rum. It's nice, it's, isn't it? It's smooth. It is very smooth. Uh, the wrapper is very good. It's a Nicaraguan blend. Uh, it, it's. I would recommend this. This is a cigar that's going to go with just about everything you're doing in life. Um, it, this uh, comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. I've got the uh, Robusto 5 by uh, 54 and but, I mean, you can get them shorter. Like if you need to smoke one on the car ride home, depending mm-hmm. on how long you're... I mean, and that goes to your work-life balance. I mean, it does. you drive a lot. Yeah. And Not as much as I used to, but yeah. Well, you drive. Yeah. And so if you've got a job where you drive a lot and you enjoy having a cigar, you can have a cigar and drive your car. You know, if you've got a company vehicle, you may have right. to check, right. check out with your boss and everything else like that. But it's one of those small things, uh, you know, always check your... Uh, employee handbook for the nicotine policy because I know that there are some uh, cigars are one of the exceptions to the nicotine policy. Uh, I used to uh, It maybe depends on where you work. It it depends on where you work. I used to sell uh, life insurance as an insurance agent financial planner and one of the most popular questions you got as a selling life insurance was what does how does cigar smoke or cigar smoking affect the premium because Mm -hmm. obviously smokers have a higher premium Mm -hmm. than non-smokers. And the uh, the life insurance company they worked for at the time said, yeah, if you have four or five cigars, that doesn't affect your rate. Wow. So I mean, that was always you got to know that. Wow. You got to know I that. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, you got to know that. So definitely ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just an aside. How's that cigar tasting? It's pretty nice. It, like you said, it's heavy nicotine. It's got a little bit of a high note bite to it. I guess. I don't know how to describe it any other way, but it's, um, let me she's, take a puff. She's drawing in there the sherry cask from a Glimmerang that I am drinking with the Liga Perfecta. Really nice. The sherry uh, sherry casks, The sherry, that, that flavor really comes out Good. in the scotch, and it complements well with this cigar. Cedar wood. Okay. That's, that's what I'm tasting. That's what we're thinking about, cedar wood. That's a very distinct flavor. Um, so we're going to enjoy these while we have our conversation here. But yeah, work. I mean, so what, what kind of hobbies do you get into? Um, lately, I've been going 
to the symphony orchestra, seeing the symphony perform. Is that the Cleveland Symphony or the Akron Symphony? Cleveland. Okay. How are they? I've heard they're good. They're amazing. So are you sitting real close? Yeah. Actually, a few rows back. That's awesome. Yeah. uh, And this is all classical music? or It is. And how are you enjoying that? I love it. I've always enjoyed classical music and getting to see a very well-put-together orchestra. They operate nicely together. And seeing the same people, it's like, oh, that guy has a lot of personality. This guy's a little more reserved, but I like him. Yeah, and you start getting familiar with the players and being able to pick out what they're doing, what they're contributing, and it's just amazing. So have you been to a lot of orchestras, or is this... I mean, sort of. Now that we're working for ourselves here, you can... Sort of. I went a lot when I was younger, and by younger I mean grade school, middle school. It's tapered off since then, but recently I've been going quite a bit. That works out well. What about you? What are your hobbies? Well, most of my hobbies usually involve working. <laughs> so, it's not a hobby. I know. Well, Work-life balance. I am a volleyball official. There you go. And I have I played high school volleyball, which for guys means that I was in a uh, almost an affluent area because not every uh, high school had a boys' volleyball sure. team. But uh, uh, the real quick, I had is uh, as a freshman in high school, the high school that I went to had a nationally ranked golf squad football team basketball team the state state ranked basketball team lacrosse swim i mean they, all these guys oh, wow. were just phenomenal and athletes and one of my good friends uh he and i uh, on the morning announcements when we were freshmen you know how they had the morning announcements mm-hmm. hey this this team was having this team meeting after school right. we heard the uh, boys volleyball team meeting after school that day and we were just looked at each other like ah, we got nothing else going on. Right. we were freshmen so you you know, you got to be involved in either uh, an academic or an athletic activity mm-hmm. to, you know, keep your head about yourself. Sure. So we go in there, and the first thing the coach said, Coach Ebright said, and I'll never forget this, is he looked around the room, and he goes, this is a no-cut sport. Okay. <laughs> and I looked at my friend, and he looked at me, and almost in unison, we were like, we're going to learn how to play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to learn how to play, because we did we freshmen. We don't know how to play. Right. And, you know, we're going from this and the other. So I, I went home, you know, and I was like, hey, mom, dad, made the volleyball team. <laughs> you know, and my dad was like, the school has a volleyball team? Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that's how, uh, how I got involved and I played. Uh, you know, and after college, I was looking for, uh, you know, another um, part-time gig, if you will, mm-hmm. to kind of give back. And so I got into high school officiating and then uh, club nice. and colleges and everything else like that. That keeps me busy. Uh, and, and also keeps me sane. I mean, I am a criminal defense attorney, so arguably speaking, I don't deal with everybody on a great day. And I get to do a lot of the high-profile matches at the high school level now uh, because most of the coaches know who I am. They know what mm-hmm. I do, and they know that I have a, a very reasonable mentality because they know that I'm coming from court. Sure. And, I mean, I, I wear a tie and jacket every day, so, you know, it takes me three minutes to put my volleyball uniform on, but... Um, you know, the girl, and I do girls and boys, as far as officiating is concerned, boys game has come a long way. The girls are, I mean, the athleticism now from when I played is, is 20 years ago. It's just phenomenal. So so let me ask you this. What do you do if 
you've got a big case coming up, but you've also got volleyball match. How do you balance those two? That's a great question. Last year I had a murder trial mm -hmm. uh, that took uh, six days, you know, six business days, so that's a long time, and it's a murder yeah, trial. a long time. So, and we had been preparing for nine months prior mm -hmm. to that, so, and this happened to be in the heart of the volleyball season, so I had, and the way that officiating works is that I get my matches probably six to eight months in advance, because the school's um, will go through their schedule and mm -hmm. go with other schools and then they'll add matches like if they have a freshman squad if they have enough girls or boys that come out for the team that kind of thing um, or they'll take away a freshman match if uh, sure. if they don't have it I mean that kind of stuff so I had a couple of matches uh, and matches are usually on Tuesdays Thursdays and Saturdays so I had a match on Tuesday night and Thursday night um, which were close by uh, to the courthouse of where we were and so during our you know, trial preparations, I told the judge, I was like, I've got volleyball matches, so we got to be done. <laughs> I, I got to be out of here by four o'clock because I got to be at the school. You know, and I told the school, they said, I'm in trial, so there's nothing I can do. So I will be there, but I, I don't know when I'm going to be there. Right. So usually the matches start at five and you got to be there half an hour beforehand. So you communicate. Yeah. You communicate. And I mean, as an attorney, that's you learn how to communicate yeah, you quickly, <laughs> efficiently and effectively. Uh, and, and we did, uh, you know, and then I let the school know. And I said, this is what's going on. And I let the judge know this was, mm -hmm. my client was okay with it. Um, you know, we, so everybody knew what was going on. Uh, you know, I even talked to the jury. I said, we're going to get out a couple of days early because of me. So no big deal. Because <laughs> sure. you, I mean, it's just kind of the humanistic thing to do. Uh, and I, I would have my volleyball uniform and I would see jurors um, because it, when you have a jury trial, um, they give you with this magic badge that makes this person invisible right. to all attorneys. And this badge says juror. Yep. And as attorneys, you do trial work, and you know that you can't talk to this person. And it, it, even if it's not your trial, mm -hmm. you've got to, you cannot talk to this person right. <laughs> because they're on a jury. And for, there's a lot of good reasons for that. So they, you would see people in the parking lot and everything else like that. They would see me, and then they would see me in my volleyball referee mm -hmm. uniform, and they'd see that <laughs> that little double take. But then they would be like, oh, yeah. He told us right. this, this is what he's doing. So it was right. one of those things that, and it helps clear clear your head because while I'm watching, I mean, these were two, uh, both matches were very good teams, and we're talking about top twenty in the state of Ohio mm -hmm. for girls. So it's a high quality of volleyball, and for me, I just get to sit back and relax and watch the game, and I get to you know relive what I'm going through in the trial. Sure. But I get to in an athletic event where you're you're constantly in motion. You're constantly making decisions and calls and, you know, judgment calls here and there. Right. And, you know, the girls are constantly making great plays sometimes. Sometimes they're not making plays. <laughs> and, you know, they'll, they'll get angry and, you know, everything else like that. So as far as the work-life balance, I mean, that really helps me because I get to be around people who are the competition. And that, I mean, I'm a competitive guy anyway. And that level of competition, everybody's competing, but it's um, – they're nobody, and even if they're arguing with me, we're arguing about uh, very sure. minute places. Sure, it's a, it's a very minute place to be arguing, and it, but it's because both teams are so good. I mean, most of these girls are going to be on scholarship either at a D one or D two school for volleyball. Okay, so I mean that really helps out um, with exactly what we're trying to do, and as far as the mental release is concerned. I mean, I, it, it's a thinking game, and, and the athleticism of some of these girls. I mean, I, I'm six foot tall, and 
there are some times where, even in the high school game, more often in the college game, I am the shortest person sure. in the captain's meeting. Sure. Because I have partners that are, you know, 6'6", six, 6'10", six, six, and some of these girls are 6'6", six, 6'10". Six, six, sure. And <laughs> they're looking at me like, hey, how you doing? Right. <laughs> it's because you're, so, you're short, but you're six foot tall. Right. So, <laughs> so for me... One of the things that I do is I draw a very hard line in between work time and play time. On the weekends, I'm not taking phone calls from my clients. I will have them call. And I'm always going to give them a call back, let them know what's going on with their case. But I have very set, these are the hours that I'm available. You can call, you can leave a message, but weekends, that's my time. And I... I love going on hikes. I've been doing that a lot recently as well. And, you know, when I'm out in nature, hiking with my guys, I'm not taking a phone call from a client. That's not that's not what I'm going to be focused on. And so it would be very hard to get in the mindset. I don't have the file with me, so I can't appropriately discuss anything that's actually going on. And... And you're in nature. I mean, you're I'm in nature. You're in a different I, mindset. I want to like enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where it's your happy place. But when I'm at work, Game I'm on. focused on work. And I can accomplish a ton of stuff in a really short amount of time because I'm super focused on work. And so that's kind of how I manage it is very clear delineation between the two. At 5 o'clock. Or six o'clock. This is my time now. Right. This is my time, and then you know, eight or nine a.m. depending on what you want to set your schedule to. Right. You know. And now, what about? When and there's flexibility. I've had sure. clients that maybe they're in a different time zone than me. Okay. I'm not going to call them at eight o'clock in the morning because it's seven o'clock, or maybe even six o'clock their time. They probably would not appreciate that. Or. Huh? They're the same time zone as me, but they don't get off of work until 5.30. Okay, give me a call after that. I've had one recently that called me at 8.30. He warned me that he was going to because that's what time he got off work. And so it's, you know, okay, I can be flexible for that. Communication. Exactly. Well, that's good. I mean, and, and how have you found that you're, you're approached mentally? I mean, have you found that's... I mean, most of this assumes that you know yourself. I mean, you, get, you yeah. really you really have to know yourself. And in that strict delineation for you, Lisa, that's right. what you need. Right. I think for me, I'm not, I'm not really a procrastinator. I want to get on something. I want to accomplish it, finish it. And so I don't put things off. When I attack them, I attack them. And, you know, I'm going to... When I'm at work, that's what I'm going to be focused on. So mentally, it's not hard for me because I draw those separate lines. Get into work and stay there. Don't focus on, ooh, but I could have fun on Facebook. Oh, I could go do this. Sure. Hey, I'd really love to smoke a cigar right now. No, (laughs) that's for later. Working right now. Work time. Yep. Discipline. And vice versa. Right. And that, that sounds like a very disciplined approach. I mean, that's that delineation. I find it works for me. That's what I need. Right. And that's what you need. I mean, you know that about yourself. Yep. And that's the key. I mean, and 
And if you don't know what you need, I mean, you can try different avenues and be like, well, you know, I'm always worried about this, that, and the other thing. Try that strict delineation. Yeah. That may work. And if that doesn't work, you know, then try something else. I mean, I, you know, I, the work that I do does not lend itself to the nine to five time right. limit. I mean, you know, uh, so it tends to be uh, okay. And you switch in and out of a, a boss very quickly and very often. Um, so even when I'm relaxing, I may be thinking about a case, yeah. but I'm still relaxing, you know, especially if I'm with my kids or something like that. And I don't tend to do that when I'm not at work. I'm not at work. I mean, mentally I'm done. I check out, clock out. I'm Deuces. Done. Yep. I am in the middle of my Liga Perfecta. Is it Perfecta? It is coming along close Perfecta, that's for sure. It's uh, that... That smoky rum feeling to it is still there. It's, uh, like I said, we're right about in the middle, and it, not bad. I mean, it's, it's still, again, it, it could be a uh, go-to favorite. I mean, a price point, it's, uh, I believe, in the uh, $12 to $14 range uh, per stick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, depend, I'm sure you can find it cheaper online or anything else like that. But, again, if you are a Cigar Lodge member here, at the beautiful Cigar Lodge in Akron, Ohio. I mean, definitely get your discount, that's for sure. Well, to put the plug in, I can't tell you how much my cigar cost because I got it for free at one of the events. All right. Buy a certain number and you get quite a few of them for free. You got the what, Perdomo? Perdomo Lot 23. Sunburn. Perfect. That works out well. And and so if you don't work for yourself or you have a clock in, clock out, kind of job. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just have to make sure, and this buttresses what we were talking about for time management a little bit. You just got to figure out how you can maximize your time at work and then maximize your work-life balance. I mean, right. especially now these days, uh, a lot of companies have these policies for recreation, uh, especially large corporations. Uh, you know, there's sure. all these policies for uh, not necessarily your typical FMLA or, you know, your your leave or anything else like that, but they encourage their employees to be involved in the community. Right. And if you like being involved in the community, like for instance, you know, I, I'm involved in the community through my volleyball officiating. Mm-hmm. Do I get paid? Sure. Do I get paid a ton of money? <laughs> absolutely not. Right. <laughs> absolutely not. Right. Um, and, but you're involved and you're giving back and, and as Lisa is involved in the, the nature hikes and everything else like that, you if she were for a large employer, there may be some benefit to her. So definitely, if you have the ability to look at your uh, employee handbook uh, and your employer offers those benefits, right? Well, check them out. I mean, yeah. first of all, call the HR person and say, "Hey, yeah, this is what I'm into. You know, I like giving back to this charity, and that's part of my work-life balance. Sure. You know, I want to spend more time with your kids. I, you know, that work-life balance, especially. Oh, and, it's huge, right?" I, Recently hired a new associate. This person will not start until late summer. And one of the first things we discussed in the interview is, you know, do I have time to take my kids to different events that they've got? And I said, you know your schedule. I'm hiring you because you're a grown-up and because I believe that you can handle the tasks without me standing over babysitting you. So... Handle your business, and I don't Handle care if you're in the office. Do what you need to do, and you better be on top of it. But, yeah, go to the school play. Your kids are going to remember that. Go to the school play. 
And that's huge. I mean, that's, that's super important. So, and, and especially now with employers letting uh, employees work from home, you know, remotely, you know, call in. I mean, there's a huge opportunity, especially if you've got uh, small children that are just not quite school age. Uh, if you've got that opportunity, definitely check out those kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, so you've got to work, you know, you may work five days from 10 to 3. Yeah. That's 25 hours, and your employer may be okay with that, but you can work some of those hours from home. Right. Because you want to make sure that you put the kids on the bus and get the kids off the bus. Right. And the next week, you know, you might be working a 60 or 70 hour week. If that's what it takes, it all balances out. Work-life balance. Right. And that's, that's the key word is the balance. Because obviously, you're going to work a lot during certain, I mean, for instance, uh, it's you, where we are in the time of the year. We're in the middle of, end of February. Um, accountants are out of their minds right now. So for the next six weeks, I know friends who are the CPAs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a good friend that he's a tax guy, and I don't think I'll be speaking to him until mm, May, early May. Right, and that's just because your taxes are due April 15th, yeah. and that's just the nature of their business. So they know from January to April they can't take a family vacation yeah. or anything else like that. May, June, July, it's party time. Right. I mean, they have that ability. So, I mean, and that go, goes to knowing your business as well and where you work. Right. And so if you know your employer and you've got it, the, the the schedule, the year, you know what I mean? Because everybody's got the ebb and flow mm-hmm. and you know where the ebb is and you know where the flow is. I mean, definitely. Like school. If you're a school teacher. Right. You've got the summers off. So, I mean, you know that you could pound out for eight, nine months and then. Right. You've got a couple of months off, and then, you know, you've got the work-life balance of being involved in all those kids' lives and everything else like that. So. Yeah, my daughter has, she's very heavily involved in her robotics program at her high school, and they've got states-level competition coming up. Humble brag. Starting. I'm not humble <laughs> at all. I'm just bragging on my kids. proud she, mama. She's doing great. She's absolutely killing it, doing great. And it's coming up this pretty quick this episode will be up and the competition will be over by that point but so we're gonna know how much she won worlds cool world so we're hoping for it so where's worlds held louisville kentucky so the world robotic what's the what's the what's the title of the agency or the organization vex vex robotics and what's that does it stand for anything um i don't know if it stands for anything but it's there's several different manufacturers of robotics parts, and it's one of the ones that does a, a big number of competitions. Her team, she won the design award several times that got them the states. They're doing really well in the skills. Um, and then she told me yesterday that they are finalists for the website design, which she was responsible for. So. I'm really proud of her. We'll see if she wins that or gets the worlds or whatever. But I'm sure all the audience from the finer things is pulling for her right now. So let's I go, know go they team. are. Go team. You know, the amount of work, i got to do a little more bragging. You bragged on your volleyball team. Um, the amount of work she puts in for every hour of practice or every hour of competition, she spent about three hours logging for every single hour. That's like, that's like college. Now, these competitions, when you have a competition, it's usually on a Saturday, and it'll go from 
I don't know, like seven or eight in the morning to about four. That's a long day. Multiply it by three, and that's the amount of work she's putting in. That's a long day. Well, and she's only in high school, right? She's, she's only in high school. Was she a sophomore or a junior? Junior. So she's a junior. So she's but I mean, this is what she wants to do for a living, and she's perfecting it now. She's getting used to the amount of work that it's going to require. That's awesome. And there's several different things that you can kind of work on. Like they have the builders, they have the programmers, they have the loggers. The loggers just record, here's everything that's happened. She's a logger this year, but she has done everything but programming, and she's talking about doing that next year. They call the people that can do anything unicorns because they're that rare. So she wants to go into college and put on her application, I'm a... I'm a unicorn. I'm a robotics unicorn. They'll be like, oh, here, have have some money. Please come to us. And there we have it right there, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm fine with that. Please uh, pay for my daughter's college. (laughs) (laughs) The real and true reason here on the finer things of why uh, that's super funny. But you know, at least she's she's thinking about it. She's like, I need some scholarships to go to college. And and i got to put in the work to get that. And to have the wherewithal when she's a junior in high school. I mean that goes. I mean that's that shows she's got the hustle. I mean that's super helpful. I mean that's but to get back to our topic. I mean right now her work life balance sucks. She is doing only robotics, but she also knows exactly I have to do it for this many months. She knows why I need she to put right. in the time right. here and here. Okay, I need a break. I'm going to take a week off, and then she recharges and refocuses and comes back to it when she's ready. So. She does have, but it's just, yeah, yeah she's got it's that modified. Yeah. Well, and, and no, I mean, for, uh, uh, what, a 17, 16, 17-year-old? 17 next week, I mean, that's, damn it. <laughs> that's, that's, How that's, did this happen? I, didn't, I did not have that at 17, I can I tell you that right now. I did, I did. When I was in high school, I did mock trial. No surprise that I'm a lawyer now. And I put in the same amount of hours doing mock trial that she's putting in doing robotics, just a different focus. And so it kind of helps me relate to her. I'm like, yeah, I know it sucks right now. I know you're just stressed out. Calm down. you got a big competition this weekend. This is where you're going to nail it. And she will. Hit it and quit it. That's right. Yep. Yeah, no, mock trial is a great, I mean, high school mock trial, I do a judge. I, I'm a judge for high school mock trial through the Akron Bar Association. Uh, and that's one of the things I've uh, done since uh, law school, actually. So we're coming up uh, for almost the nice. better part of a decade now. Nice. And uh, it's always it's always amazing to me to see how the kid. I mean, from the local areas and the high schools and whatnot, because they've got to memorize uh, an entire case, plaintiff and defendant yep. side, or prosecution and defense, depending on what the fact mm-hmm. pattern is. And the Supreme Court of the State of Ohio does a pretty good job of getting a fact pattern that high school kids would be interested right. in. So. Um, I, you know, I did trial team in, at Akron Law, so I'm pretty familiar with the, their, their strategy. But it's always fun to watch the high school kids because you can tell the freshmen who are terrified. I mean, they're just terrified. Sure. Um, and, and they dress up, too. I mean, like the they one, do. one of the, like if they've got a uh, scientist that is testifying, they'll have a lab coat on. I mean, they, some of these kids take mm-hmm. it that seriously. It's, it's fun to watch that. And that goes to the work-life balance because you're, you're having fun 
in this activity. Oh, absolutely. And you, there's a there's a specific end point, and you know what you're going to do, and everything else like that. Right. And coincidentally, speaking, and uh, I'll give a free plug to the uh, Akron Bar Association here that we're both members of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa has uh, an employee, and he's in law school, and there's a, a mentor-mentee program that the Akron Bar Association offers for uh, law students. And this is a random. I've been doing this as a mentor for four or five years now. Yeah. And the random assignment for this program was I was assigned to Lisa's employee. So I get a text from Wes, and he's like, "What's the name of your law clerk?" So and I told him, and I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. And he said, "Guess who's my mentee?" Guess who his guy? Guess who his guy is? <laughs> That's me. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I told Wes to break. Yeah, it's super funny, but it's just that randomness in life. But one of the things we're going to talk about will be work-life balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, because especially in the law and other any uh, activities, like if you're an executive or even if you're an electrician or any other the laborers, I mean, you work and work and work, right. and there's no doubt about it. And you do that work either because you want to or because you have right. to. I mean, my handyman who's at my house probably right now as we speak putting up drywall. There's been plenty of days that he says. I need to leave early because I got to pick up my son from school. Cool, no really problem. Good. I'm gonna tell you no, you can't. Your son has to walk. I don't know. That's not my business. Go take care of your business, and that's his family at home. That's important to him. Well, and that's and that's part of the and that also goes to the baseline of the work life balance. Work life balance is the communication. I mean, well, but you gotta also know what's important to you and prioritize the right things. Yes, bringing in money is great. Correct. You absolutely have to do that or you're going to have problems elsewhere. But that money is used to fund the things that you want to do and that you want to enjoy. And you can summation, in summation, you can make that in two questions. Do you work to live Mm -hmm. or do you live to work? Sure. And you've got to answer one of those questions. I mean, because that's super important because I, I know people who live to work sure and they're not happy people no i know people who work to live and they couldn't be happier and so you've got to and if you're killing it you're doing both right i mean and that's the idea i mean you've got to you've got to as we've talked about you've got to self-identify and you got to look i mean again hardest thing in the world is to do is to look in the mirror and say ah you you (laughs) and then you've got to figure out okay what do i want to do and then you know, as far as your work-life balance, you've got to bring in your support group. You've got to look at your, and this is creating the finer things. I mean, yeah. You've got to look at your support group. You've got to look at your employer. You've got to look at your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got all these things that you've just got to go into sure. and go from there. So, guys, we want to hear from you. Write to us on Instagram. Let us know what we missed. What about work-life balance did we not cover that you, you found really helpful to you? And, you know, we can talk about it in a future episode, kind of follow up on it. Oh, yeah, we'll plug you. If you yeah. Give us some good ideas. We'll share them with everybody. Yeah, we're cool with like that. Now, again, thank you for listening to the Fire Things with Lisa West, podcasting live, although some people argue with me about that, from the Cigar Lodge, Members Only Lodge in beautiful Akron, Ohio. Now we have a Patreon account, and you can check that out at patreon.com slash Things. Finer Things is all one word. Yes. We're going to go, we're going to keep putting out this content. Uh, Patreon lets you put in a donation and lets us sell cigars. 
and we've got some fun giveaways if you donate. And we've also got a website where you can browse for the finer things that we like and use and we've mentioned before. That website is finerthingspodcast.wixsite.com. Again, that's finerthingspodcast.wixsite.com. Also, check us out on all your podcasting platforms, the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, all those kinds of things. You can even tell your smart speaker, speaker, go home and say, Alexa, play the finer things. We think that's set up. And if it's not, let us yeah, know. And you, can, you can listen to our voices. So, again, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you all around the world, from France to the United Kingdom, even Africa. So, holla. I know a couple of people out there anyway. Uh, anyway, if you need to get a hold of me, I am at Jet Set Lawyer on Instagram or Intricate Girl on Instagram. And you leave us a comment and we'll talk about it. Thanks again. Thank you. So on the next episode, we are going to be discussing your financial health and planning. Let us know your thoughts on that and what you want to hear. Take care, guys.